Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Deal or No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Hello everyone, Shannon Garcia getting you ready for our week four exit interviews for Survivor UK. Spoiler alert, click away, but I spoke to first Jess and then Shy. It's the age-old truth. When it is a sad week of boots, it will be a great week of exit interviews. It was truly a joy to speak to both of these people. Jess, who is such a delight, truly a star of the show, absolute chaos and pain that we lost her from the show, but so good to talk to her here. And Shy, who was one of the only major super fans on the show, so we got to have a bit of a strat chat and find out why he was, you know, ostracized so much from the start and what his thinking was through all of that. So thank you so much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed these exit interviews. The check-in with Rob um, is a little early ahead of Thanksgiving this week. So that should be out. The recap with George should be out very soon as well. So a lot to talk about as we head into the merge halfway through. Exciting stuff. Thank you so much for listening. And I will see you on the other side. Hello. Hi, Jess. Welcome to Rob Has a Podcast. I'm so sad to see you go. I'm going to say I'm a huge fan. Oh my goodness. I'm thank you so much. I'm absolutely gutted. We all are. <laughs> I feel like the 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 show is gonna be a little bit sadder without your amazing commentary on everything that was going on. You were such a star out there and it truly is devastating to lose you at this point. Oh bless you. Do you know what? I really just wanted to bring a little bit of that positivity and light to it all. And and I really am gutted. So that means a lot. Thank you. Well, I truly mean it, but I have I have so many questions to ask you. I'd love to go back to original Calaton. You know, you you start off voting for Shy. You're kind of not in on the on the vote. How did you see the hierarchy of the tribe? Like, who was in charge? Who was at the bottom? Where did you fit into all of that? So, from the beginning, I was just always 
happy to like go with the flow and go with the majority and make alliances and prove that I was trustworthy and loyal. So if we go right back to the beginning, so as far as I knew, it was between Leilani and Shai and I was never going to vote for Leilani because she'd been really sweet to me. She'd comforted me. I got a bit tearful and emotional on day two. She'd been so sweet. So I was never going to vote her. So then obviously it was going to be shy. I didn't know about the plan to vote Richard. I didn't get the memo. I think I was accidentally left out of the conversations. I think, you know, it's all such a rush. You get such a limited time to discuss and have the chats and um, so, yeah, that's what happened. And maybe that was the beginning of the end for me. Well, we kind of see it as Nathan and Tanuke very much running the tribe. Was that how you saw it? And obviously, it's kind of an interesting relationship because you're with them. They leave you out. They bring you back. So did you see them running things? And how was your specific relationship with them? So I saw it as I was very close to Rachel, Matty, Tanuke and Nathan. So the five mm-hmm. of us have kind of formed this this alliance. And yeah, I would say Tanuke and Nathan were more vocal. Um, but I always just thought that we were all kind of, you know, deciding together. So it's interesting watching it back where you do see other chats being had. But like I said, I was just happy to like go along with it, with what other people wanted to do because I'm not you know that I go with the flow and I get on with everyone and I'll always give my opinion but if there is a majority who want a certain person out I'm happy to go with that because I want to prove that I'm trustworthy and loyal yeah well why that five like what were the kind of interpersonal relationships you had there that made that like such a close group for you I think, well, me and Rachel bonded from day one. Like we just, you know, this Southeast London background and we just, I found her just so like genuine and she had this really motherly nature and she was just, she was just so real and genuine. And then we just all had a laugh and I was just so drawn to, um, those particular four people and I just clicked with them all and then we all kind of decided to you know work together yeah so when they blindside you and Rachel and send Rachel out of the game and then we see you kind of come back with them what was the feeling then of the betrayal and and kind of the thought process around like trying to get you know back into an alliance with them was there some broken trust that was hard to get past or just where were you sitting with all of that I was absolutely devastated. And when we were sat at that tribal council, the way that everybody was talking, I thought they were going to vote me out. So when they said Rachel's name, I was like, what? Because like on paper, as you know, Calaton was so obsessed with physical strength. Mm -hmm. And on paper, Rachel is stronger than me. So I thought they were talking about me. So then when that happened, I was like, what on earth happened? And I went back and obviously I know they can't show everything in the edit, but I asked everyone, why did you vote for her? Like I just was so confused. So I understand that they kept it from me because they knew I was never going to turn on her and they knew I would never go against her and also they knew that I probably would have told her so that they were going to do that to her so I do understand why they blindsided me but what I just I couldn't believe they got rid of her because she was such 
an amazing member of the tribe and she did so much for the tribe and sorry she was really good at challenges and she was so loyal so it just blew my mind but then obviously I wanted to stay in the game so I had to I had a chat with them all obviously you see me having a chat with Nathan I wanted to move past that and then make sure my bond was sealed with those three people yeah, because we see the people on the other side of that are Lawrence and Shy. I'd love to hear about your relationship with Shy. I mean, yeah, you voted for him at the beginning. That's kind of unfortunate. He's there the whole time. There's, there's obviously heat on him. Uh, so did your relationship ever improve within this or was that always kind of like an awkward thing between you? So just at the beginning, I just found Shy a little bit, as you do see me say in the show, I just found him a little bit difficult to work with. And um, he... How, it, it's it's so hard because so much went on. Um, but I just was basically the least close to him. He's actually a really lovely guy. He just, it's his, it was his delivery. I don't deal well when someone's like shouting at me and, you know, I'm just, I like to, you know, speak on a level and, and I just found him quite difficult to get on with. But as the show went on, we actually did bond over a few things and we actually had... Um, you know, some really good conversations and really got to know each other. And that's why I was so hurt when he eventually turned on me because after that first vote, I actually did really, we, we were getting closer. And then with regards to Lawrence, um, he took himself off a lot and was in his little cave. And uh, I just, again, I just didn't get as close to him. Um and I do feel like when I did try to talk to Lawrence, for example, before tribal councils, he would never really give me a name. So I, but, but I would hear that he'd give other people a name. So I'd be like, why, do, why is he not talking to me? He obviously doesn't trust me. He's, he's, or he doesn't, you know, he, he would, I found like he would talk in riddles to me and I just never really understood, you know? So I found it hard to get close to him because I felt like he was just not interested in what I had to say, if I'm being really honest. And I'm just not a fake person. I'm not going to beg for someone to like me, whether it's a game or a hundred grand or not. You know, yes, I'll get on with everyone. Um, but if he didn't like me or connect with me, what can I do? I mean, maybe I should have worked on that friendship more, but I really, really struggled with that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, look, not everyone's going to be best friends in the game. That's just impossible. So I get it. Although I don't know why would, everyone wouldn't be best friends with you because you really felt like the life of the party. Um, but in terms of, of, you know, back on Shy with this, you know, Leilani versus Shy, that was kind of the name of what became the Leilani vote. And you vote for Leilani. And there's a twist in the middle of that. Did you go into that tribal council with the intention of voting for Leilani or did, did the twist change things around for you? And, and was there kind of like a group consensus in that decision? I mean, we had all come to a, unan a unanimous decision to vote for Leilani. And then when we found out the twist, we I think we all agreed she was the most loyal person to send over. So we kind of just stuck with the plan. Yeah, she's been pretty loyal. She was mad on your behalf at that next challenge. So that's some loyalty there. You voted her out and she was still like so angry that they would dare to, well, you voted her to the other tribe and that she was still so angry on your behalf that they would send you home. 
I know, right? And do you know what? It was really lovely to see that, that they all had my back, that Tanuke, Matty and Leilani were so upset that I went. It was it was really nice for me to see because obviously I didn't know that had gone on. Um, and yeah, so lovely of her because like you said, we voted her out. So that was really nice. But I think she really saw how much I tried so hard in that tribe in every challenge. I was so far out of my comfort zone and I really gave it everything. And that's ultimately why I was so devastated stated you know I was never nasty to anyone I was never sneaky I was never sly I just was myself I tried to get on with everyone and I, I threw myself into every single challenge for the good of the tribe and I don't know I just I'm still not over it babes <laughs> I get it I mean look them advocating for you so hard at that next tribal or at the next challenge probably does indicate that it was a good move like that that sense of loyalty and connection to you like getting rid of that there's like, you know, some probably pretty prominent strategy within that. So as devastating as it is, like that's a threat that they need to take out. But, but for someone like Leilani, who you said was so loyal and, and whether you were sending her out of the game or to the other tribe, again, shy. I guess my question is like every single time, like they should get rid of shy. They should get rid of shy. And then he turns around and he's one of the things that, you know, takes you out of the game. So was it just really that like physical element? Like I just really felt the whole time that he was immediately going to flip, but someone like Leilani was clearly so loyal. Yeah, but this is the thing. Leilani said from the beginning, we've got to get shy out because he's going to end up getting all of you out. So I that's originally what I thought the plan was when on the very first tribal council. And then what happened is he did prove himself quite well in the challenges. So as much as he might not have been close to everyone in the tribe, he was really good and he, he was really strategic in the challenges. And we kind of needed him to win. And that's why he kept kind of being in. He kept We kept keeping him in. Um, but they were just all so obsessed with the whole physical strength thing and, and they didn't really, you know, Leilani and Rachel were so loyal and me. So why didn't we all stick together? Do you know what I mean? But, oh, it's so, so difficult. Yeah. I mean, there's sure. so many shoulda, coulda, wouldas and what if we did this, what if we did that? But so, yeah, I was surprised and then it would be another round, another round and he's still there. Yeah. But he was good physically, so... Yeah, I mean, it's not on you. You tried. You voted his name twice. So, yeah. yeah. And, and then I didn't want to do that again because I thought, well, God, I don't want this to bite me in the bum in the future. Like, And so I thought I need to start sticking with what everybody else wants because otherwise I'm going to be out because then look what happens. Yeah, well, I would love to talk about the swap when Doug and Pegleg come into the tribe. Um, can you tell me a little bit about your relationship with them off the bat and yeah, your plans going forward with this kind of like new Calaton drive. So I got on really well with Doug and Peg. Like, I mean, I get on well with most people and I thought they were really lovely and I thought they were an asset to the tribe. And I, but I genuinely thought that the original Calaton members, I thought that we would stick together, no matter mine and Lawrence's friendship or differences. I really thought that they would want us to stick together because what goes through my mind is why would you vote out your own before making the merge? Like, why would you not want as many numbers as you can to stick together? But then ultimately, Lawrence and Shy didn't fully trust me. And then maybe they did think I was a threat, you know, popularity wise. And because I was liked 
by I had alliances in the other tribes, so maybe they thought, well, I'm not going to be used to them in the merge. But I, I just, I, I can't get my head around that why they did that. And also, why would you want to go up against? Why would you want to go into the merge with four other really strong men? Surely I'm not a threat, and they all want to go against each other. It, it, it. Shannon, I'll just never understand it, <laughs> but. Doug and Pegrig were really lovely. I was actually, I'm actually shocked actually of Doug's game because I actually thought, I didn't realise he was so strategic um, since watching the show. Yeah, um, no, definitely. He said he's, he's playing, playing it up. He's playing up just being a little bit, you know, more out of the loop than he definitely is. Yeah, definitely. So I didn't see that coming. And, um, and also I was shocked Obviously, I did try and get Doug and Peg Peg Leg on side with me, but I had this feeling that they would just want to stick with boys. But really, I could have been an asset to them in the merge. So it's a real tough one. But I, as soon as it was all the boys and me, I thought, oh no, because obviously, all the girls that had, they everyone had had out previously, and I just. I always think what would have happened if I went on that tribe swap. Yeah. Because I was quite strong. I was one of the stronger girls. Yes, I wasn't as strong as Tanuke, but I felt I was quite strong and loyal. And it's just, I I feel like it's really unlucky that I I was the last girl. And then, yeah, I don't know what I could have done. Could have I tried to persuade Doug and Pegleg more? Could have I tried? If I had a little bit more time, like even one more day, maybe I could have made them see, you know, like Shy might end up stabbing you in the back. Like stick with me. But Nathan really made me believe in his plan. I stuck with Nathan. I was trying to do the right thing because I'd already gone against Shy and Lawrence in the past. So I thought, well, I've got to stick with the with the Calaton members. Yeah, I mean, so much in that. You you vote for Doug in the end. Um, it, you and Nathan vote for Doug. Was that a pure Doug vote or was there a, a split vote on Doug and Pegleg or Doug, was Doug the target? And if so, why was he the target over Pegleg? So the plan was um, two votes on Doug and two yeah. votes on Pegleg. We didn't know if one of them um, yeah. had an idol. Mm-hmm. So then if one had an idol, then we'd all re-vote on the one that didn't. So the plan was me and Nathan vote Doug and um, Shy and Lawrence vote Pegleg. It wasn't who's going to vote who. It was just two and two. Yeah, but who who, did, who would have gone home if no one had an idol? Like who was the primary target and why? Oh, I think Doug, just because if I remember rightly, it was Doug just because he was the stronger threat. Yeah. Sure. So we do see that you're very worried about your name being the decoy. You're worried about it. Nathan feels very confident about it. Um, so yeah, talk through kind of the the paranoia and that. What was what was giving you that kind of anxiety around it? Obviously, the the disconnect from Shy and Lawrence that you've had, but did did it settle at any point going into tribal council or the whole time did you feel like this is a very worrying situation for me? I was so worried, but funny enough, not as worried as them turning on me. I thought something was going to go wrong. What if they both had idols and then I had the two votes, the two dummy votes? And then, so I was more worried about that going wrong um, rather over Shy and Lawrence flipping on me. Um, So 
I was just, I didn't want my name to be used at all. My name hadn't come up at all in this whole time. So I didn't want it to be a dummy vote. And I tried to talk to Shy and I was like, well, why, why is my name the dummy vote? And he was like, well, my name's been a dummy vote before. And I was like, okay, but why is mine being used now? And they just wanted to use this physical strength tactic. Oh, well, you're the only girl. Let's stick with the physical strength. But I really, it didn't sit right with me. And I kept saying to Nathan, are you sure? Are you sure? And he was like, well, what other suggestion is there? And I was like, well, don't use my name. I don't want you to use my name. But I was against the three guys, Lawrence Shine and Nathan. What could I do? That's when I went to have the chat with Doug and Pegley, because I thought, well, even if Nate even if Nathan won't come with me to vote against Shy, maybe I just need Doug and Pegleg. But I just feel like maybe I was a bit unsure. You can see me on the show. I stutter a bit. I mean, it's just, I hate, it's just so out of my nature to like backstab and, you know, like that's just not me as a person. So I feel like I tried, but did I try hard enough? Like in hindsight, basically I've got two regrets. Number one, I should have, looked for that idol more harder rather than poking around one tree I should have given that more more of a go and number two I should have really given a a good argument as to why Doug and Pegleg should have stuck with me to be like you know you might not be able to trust Shy who do you want to take into the merge going forward I feel like I could have just done that a little bit more but hindsight's a funny thing yeah, I mean that's both very difficult. Did you feel like you were very tempted then to actually like turn on on Shy? Because obviously you go with the Caliton plan, but did you just feel like Doug and Pegleg were not into it and that was like a no-go, but you would have been pretty happy to go in that direction? I would have done it because I was desperate. I mean, I was clutching at straws at that point because I thought if this dummy boat goes wrong, I'm going home. And I really didn't want I I was I felt like I was doing so well in the game that I wanted to stay in and I wanted to keep proving myself because I'd already come such a long way. I mean, to even, you know, come further than players like Ren and Rachel, I mean, and Sabrina, like I was like, oh my God, I can really do this. I can make the merge. Like I was getting so close. So at that point, yes, I would have turned on Shy, but I just I just had this feeling Doug and Pegleg were just sticking with the boys. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's hard. I mean, you you commented on it before, but do you have any other thoughts about the pattern we've seen? Obviously, in terms of, you know, the women and Ren, uh, we've had in the first seven votes, six of the nine non-men on this season being voted out. And then when it's shy, there's literally no female option on the drive. Um, what do, What do you feel that was? Was it this kind of sense of, physicality was it a bit of bravado I mean I don't know if it's like a, a cultural thing I'm, I'm not what what do you see really contributing that or is it just like a self-fulfilling prophecy that became a pattern because it, it yeah the stats are very unfortunate yeah I mean I think it's really terrible that that's happened um you know five of us well four four girls and Ren you know and Leilani voted. yeah and Leilani, so sorry. Yeah, so, so yeah. six, six of nine six non-men, yeah. Six non-men. I mean, that is really, really terrible. But I think where there has been so many physical strength challenges, that's all anybody cared about. Everyone just wanted to win and keep moving forward in the game, getting closer to the merge. So they were just like, let's just get out all the weaker players, which I just think is really unfair because actually... 
Lawrence makes a comment in the next episode saying, um, I wasn't that good at challenges. Are you joking? Number one, I was in every single challenge, apart from slip and slide. That's the only one I didn't do. You know, there's other there's other people on that show that aren't really participating in a lot of challenges. I never dropped anything. I've never quit anything. You know, any of the games. I I, I mean, I was going till the point of collapse. So, yes, compared to five strong men, I was the weakest. But actually, I believe I was one of the stronger girls. You know, so. I do I do find it quite unfair. Maybe if there were more puzzles, I don't know. Um, I don't even know if I'm that good at puzzles. <laughs> I like stuff. Do you know what I mean? But I don't know. I don't I don't know what's happened with this whole thing about let's get all the women out. I I I don't I can't get my head around it. Yeah, I think it's tough sometimes if it, there's a lot of physical challenges, it becomes, you know, if, if there's a, a man and a woman who are both on the bottom, you you take out the women or maybe the, the physicality might protect someone where like for Ren, for example, if there was so much distrust in a man who had a lot of physical strength that might protect him in a way it didn't Ren. So I think it's it's a lot of little things that then lead up to a whole culture. But yeah, it's really unfortunate that, you know, it, it it went in this direction. I'd love to ask, what was your experience with Survivor before this? Obviously, it's not been on UK TV for over two decades. Did you know much about the show before you came on? So obviously I'd heard of it and I'd seen bits about it, but I'd only really watched one full Australian season. So I'm not, you know, a, a super fan. I hadn't watched loads and loads, but I thought I'd understood the game. and. Um, I don't know, which should have I watched a little bit more? Was I too trusting? I think for me, I was more, going into it, I was more obsessing about the physical challenges. You know, don't give up, get stronger, make sure you're, you know, you don't mess up there. But actually the social game, my plan, my strategy was always to just be myself, follow my heart, follow my gut instinct. and. I make friends easily. I knew I would be liked. And that was always the plan. And I know I was slated for that before the show started with my very brief bio. Um, I was slated for that a lot because that was my only strategy. But I'm just not a snaky, sly person. And I'm not a good liar either. I'm very honest, very open. What you see is what you get. So maybe... In hindsight, I should have maybe researched a bit more of how I think I was too gullible and I don't think I realised you cannot be gullible in this game and too trusting because it's a game and there's a hundred grand at stake. So I think I I didn't take that side of it. I didn't really worry about that side of it because I thought, no, it's fine. I get on with everyone. I'm going to show them I'm trustworthy. But then look what ended up happening. I was too trusting. Yeah, it's a it's a hard balance. You know, you were social, but you were too social. So that becomes threatening. There's so many things that are difficult. But I'm really sorry that it went the way that it did, Jess. We were, you know, grateful to have you on our screen for seven episodes. You truly were a star. And thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's been amazing. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. 
Shai, welcome to Rob Has a Podcast. I'm really sorry to see you go. It was a very upsetting week of boots this week. I know you're a huge fan, so I'm really, really sorry to see you go out right before the merge. Yep. Gutting, but had to be done. I didn't want yeah. to sit back anymore, so I kind of tried to, try to um, take my own destiny in my own hands, basically, so... Yeah, no, I definitely understand and respect, you know, going against a tribe from which you were always on the bottom. I think it makes a lot of sense. I'd love to find out what what in your in your opinion happened so early on. You were a name from the very beginning. Like, where do you feel like that target was coming from? Um, I just think it's because like in the earlier challenges and stuff, I think um, I was like because I've watched so much Survivor, I kind of knew all the hacks like for those challenges so like the weight stuff and like even the running across the sand with the bags and stuff like that um i kind of needed hacks and i obviously wanted to win so i was telling people these hacks and i think it kind of in their head like made me a bigger target and like they kind of figured that i was like a super fan i obviously had watched this quite a lot um so i think like i gave myself a huge target and right from the beginning like with that whole shelter and stuff, I, I had I had cut my fingers basically, and I'd been told by the medics don't dig in the sand, so I couldn't actually dig in the sand. But I was, we were running out of time, and I obviously because I watched so much Survivor, like my plan was let's just stay low, don't don't like don't shine too early. But we were like we were running out of time. There was no bed, there's nothing, and I was like, okay, if no one's going to take control, I kind of like took control of the shelter build, and then from there, the weights challenge was the next one where we had to basically pick who was standing next to who within about 30 seconds uh lawrence came up with this idea of like boy girl boy girl and um when we had this 30 seconds i kind of like was in charge of like putting everyone somewhere some of the some of the people did not take that to work when i tried to put like lilani between me and nate for example um she's like why are you deciding and i was like because like someone needs to decide and also we had already discussed this between Tinuke, Nate, me and Matt and Lawrence that we had basically said we go boy girl boy girl in case someone drops we can at least help out because it was um, an equal weight across different people of different sizes so um, Mm -hmm. yeah I think I basically rubbed people the wrong way from there and then um, I was kind of fighting from the bottom but to be honest uh, me and Lawrence had a day one alliance so I think that's what kept me sane And I obviously was trying to pivot from there. Yeah. Well, we didn't see that until kind of later on. What was it about Lawrence that had you two really connecting? Um, So like when I went in, like he was, he was pretty hilarious as a person. And I also, I kind of gauged that basically everyone loved Lawrence because we'd basically be around the campfire listening to stories and stuff like that. And everyone could relate to Lawrence. So I obviously in my head, I was like, he's a good guy to actually have supporting me. And on the contrary, he hadn't watched that much Survivor. So um, it was like a, it was a mutually beneficial relationship because obviously I could teach him about like the more intricacies of Survivor, whereas um, he was like helping me out with the social side of it because he yeah. had a good standing with everyone else. Yeah. Well, what about someone like Nathan? I'm really interested in that relationship because I kind of felt like maybe from a physical standpoint, Nathan was always vouching for you, always saying that you shouldn't go home. Did that go beyond how much you were providing for the tribe physically? Like, did you have a relationship or did he really just want to win challenges and you were helping a lot with that? Um, I spoke to Nathan also, like, 
I went in day one and it's like, I think I went in too hard. That's the issue. And so day one, I kind of figured that I would speak to like people who I wanted to align with. I spoke to uh, Lawrence, who was my first person. Then I spoke to Tinuke, Matt and Nathan. And in my head, that was the five I wanted to go ahead with. Mm -hmm. Um, As time went by, obviously, I could see that Nathan was getting very close to Jess, for example. And Jess was Jess was pretty socially very aware of what was happening. So I kind of knew that she was becoming a bigger threat socially. Um, But that relationship between Nathan, it initially started off really well. Um, And at one point, me and Lawrence were like, Jess had voted for me and Lawrence already at that point, and we didn't trust her. She was basically, and we we had all the power in that final tribal council when we got out. And obviously, once I did that, Nathan was obviously after payback. But um, I could tell that Nathan had good relationships with like Tunuke and Matt. So I was like, I didn't want to go into the merge being at the bottom of a six or seven, like I could have easily got there with like a Caliton OG taking the four of us and there's three of them on that side. And I probably would have been at the bottom of that six or seven. And I wanted to set my game up to be at least in the top four with, with Lawrence and Doug and Peg. And the plan was to get either Tunuke or Matt or, or on Lawrence um, or Doug and Peg could try and drag Chris or Lee or someone like that. And we would form like a, a cross tribe alliance at merge basically. Yeah, no, I think that made a lot of sense. I think I was like, they should get rid of Shy this whole time when they weren't, because I was like, you should flip, and you did, and I thought that that was a really good move. Um, in terms of OG Calaton, what other relationships stand out, like positive or negative, um, in terms of like the social relationships that you had? I mean, Leilani, I felt like had some harsh words in, in the you know most recent episode, just about how you would yeah. stab someone in the face. I think she said, I'm like, that's not how that's many, usually the back that you talk about. So someone like Leilani, you, you mentioned a new a more positive aspect, like what kind of social interactions really stand out for you either way. Um, so for me personally, like me and Leilani had issues right from that first challenge where yeah. I, I kind of was like, Leilani should go between me and Nathan mm-hmm. in case she couldn't hold the weight. And she was like, she took that as me being bossy, but in the end, it was lucky that she was between both of us. Otherwise, that challenge would have been over, over within about 10 minutes. Um, and so that that was dragging on that relationship between me and Leilani or the tension between me and Leilani was um, kind of like dragging the tribe for the first few days. But once mm-hmm. she left, I think uh, I actually was able to make really good relationships with uh, Rachel, for example. And I got really tight with her as we, I had to vote out, unfortunately. But the issue I had was that she was going after Lawrence, who was my number one. And mm-hmm. there was no way to basically, because I knew Jeff and Rachel were very tight as well. So we could have switched that vote up. But the issue is that she was going after Lawrence. And for me, I wasn't able to like let go of Lawrence at that point, because then it, like, it wouldn't have worked for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what about Jess? When you say switch that vote up, would you have preferred Jess over Rachel? Because I know she voted for you early on. How was that relationship yes. for you? For me personally, that would have been better for me if Jess had gone before Rachel. But um, I could tell by the tribe. Like, I think one thing I realized is that I'm pretty good at, like, because of my knowledge of Survivor, I could tell where the tribes was voting. And I was able to, like, keep some heat off me. Um at that point, when it was Rachel, it was between Rachel and Jess. I would have preferred Jess going because I had a better relationship with Rachel. Um, but Rachel kind of was trying to call out Lawrence, and he kind of blew that game up. And she didn't actually—I don't think Rachel knew how tight Lawrence was with Tinuke, Matt, and uh, Nathan, and me, for example. And so when she tried to blow that up, she kind of 
like struck the final nail in her in her like coffin to leave basically um and then we were anyway one word short so i could have sided with rachel and i was i was struggling because obviously I, I wanted to mix it up and i wasn't like keen on just like nathan and tinuke and matt just calling the votes every time mm-hmm. um but we were numbers short so at that point it was a seven person tribe and it would have been me jess and rachel we need one more number and she was after lawrence so lawrence was never going to side with us and to blow the whole game open i couldn't do it at that point so i was like okay let's by that time, one more tribal council. Luckily, the merge, the switch came. Um, I knew the other tribe hated me at that point, and that's why I did not go over. And I could mm-hmm. see the drama that was coming across. The issue is that they, I think, Leilani went over and she caused a um, bit of like mm-hmm. she caused a bit of rough. Like that's why she lied with the fact that even that she was trying to put like she made my target huge even before I even got to that point. Right. Um, so it was. I debated going over, but I was like, no, there's no way. And to be fair, if I sent Matt and Tuluke, that's that helped me as well. Cause I was always with the intention of like me and Lawrence are really tight. We can switch with Peg and Doug either way and um, hopefully get like Nathan or Jess out. But my plan was to obviously win most of the tribal councils and get to the, the, the merge with us tack, intact with numbers. But at least we had some sort of buffer with the way yeah. I saw it. Now, that's really interesting. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, we see that peg leg is like set on on getting you out. So it makes sure it makes sense that you yeah. would um not want to switch to Lenena if you could. How were you picking up on those vibes? You said that you could tell that they weren't weren't feeling it. How how were you telling that? I think so. The issue is that every challenge we went, I was the one who was very vocal from Calaton. Being, I was very compa- like I grew up being really competitive in school. I thought like. I used to play sport like like I used to captain teams here and stuff like that. So I used and that was until the age of like 21, 22. And I thought I've kind of like mellowed down. I'm a lot more calmer now, stuff like that. Went on Survivor and day one, day two, I was like, that's a target on me because I was so competitive and I was always always the one like shouting across, being like trying to make the make sure that the rules were being like enforced and stuff like that. So I kind of developed like a bad reputation from that. But then also with Leilani going across it, I could tell like there was a lot of like whispers being feeding back that basically like um, stuff had been said about me. And like, I found out that even with that lie, we we knew from the other tribe, like when we were crossing paths of challenges and stuff, like people were asking questions about, Oh, did Shai actually like have a big, big fight with Leilani? And we we're like, no. And then it just, there was a lot of like misinformation, which was being spread. Um, so I knew that I knew that if I went there and then me and Lee were having these like huge battles and we were just chatting stuff at each other, obviously just before we're like at those pillows, like on that pontoon or whatever, Mm -hmm. about to smash each other off it. We were just chatting stuff against each other. But, uh, for me, I knew that like there was a big target on my back and I couldn't go there without like huge numbers. Um, Mm -hmm. I did debate it even when, uh, when Joel basically said whoever gets water out would go across. Um, I debated at that point. There's no way my tribe is going to let me go because you're strength, you're strengthening the other tribe as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that was a that was a. I think in my confessional when I voted for Lelani, I said I'm debating it. I'm debating like um, whether I should just basically be like I'll nominate myself. But obviously, the issues that I had, the the thought process I had was that it's better the devil I know than the better the devil I don't know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we sent Lelani and then from that day, the other tribe, obviously, I think I had a huge target with them as well. To be honest, 
yeah, I had this whole conversation with Doug at, on the island as well. I was like, it's so beneficial for you to actually take me because there's definitely no chance of you getting voted out first at merge without me. Well, if I'm there, because I'll be number one target. Um, so I think we had this conversation and he was like, yeah, you are a good like shield. Um, and that is why I believe in that alliance of like Doug, me, Peg and Lawrence. And to be honest, that was my top four at that point, because although I had spoken to Tinuke and Matt, I kind of felt like they weren't having my back. So I, I was looking for numbers and the numbers I thought I had was Doug, Peg, Leg, me and Lawrence as a good four. And then we'd, we would get, we'd only need two more people at merge to side with us and we would basically have a majority, right? Yeah, no, I mean, look, it all makes a lot of sense. You definitely don't want to, at the Leilani Tribal Council, put up your hand to go and then they say no and then you're just on Calatom, but you've told them how much you want to switch. So, exactly. Like, I, I, yeah, I mean, I get, I get it all. So you were pretty aware through Calaton, even with some of the relationships that you had, that like you felt very much on the outs the whole time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely did. Even like, wait, if we go back to that Richard Ward. So that Richard Ward was pretty... I wanted to work with Richard. I actually told Richard on day one that they were after him. And then he almost blew me under cover. And then from that day, I was like, okay, I'm not like, I, I knew where the vote was going. I was like, Richard, Jess, basically that whole conversation started because Nathan was like, Richard gave up. But Jess had already mentioned Richard's name to Tinuke. And Tinuke had told me because me and Tinuke were tight on day one or that day three. So I tried to save Richard and then Richard almost threw me under the bus. So I took a massive step back being like, okay, I'm not going to rock the boat here. It's not worth it. Especially like, I don't want to be the first person going out. So I let Richard go, but I wanted to work with him right from the beginning. Cause I knew like we got along. Um, and yeah. So then I think my game, like the next few days was more damage limitation. Mm -hmm. uh, and I could tell them, but I, I think I had that good relationship with Lawrence and I still was having chats with like Matt, Matt was another person who um, I think like he spoke, we spoke, me, Lawrence and him spoke quite a lot at the beginning because they hadn't watched as much Survivor as me. Um, and he, yeah, he obviously says even now he appreciates like, just like the fact that I, but probably because I came in like all guns blazing, which I didn't have to, but I think it like made him realize we're in a game and obviously um, he started playing the game really well at that point. Yeah. So you talked about Doug and Pegleg coming over and, you know, he gets to a really good place, but it's so different from what we saw last week where Pegleg's like, we're going to go to take out Shy. And now you, you know, mm -hmm. you do pull off the successful vote together. So how does it build to that point where it's so strong between you that you wanted to go to the end with them? And then, you know, they obviously limited options, but they're voting with you for that vote. And like, it, it worked really well for that, that one episode. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um, it's just because of, like me and Lawrence had discussed this and Nathan obviously was very tight with Tanuke. Nathan was getting really tight with Jess and we were like, this is like a deadly combo. Even if we go to the end, like even if me and Lawrence took Nathan and Jess, like I would probably be like seventh in that or seventh or sixth. Me and Leilani would be seventh or sixth in that alliance. Lawrence would be just above that because Jess had like, managed to get really tight with Nathan and she was tight with like Leilani, for example, and Tinuke. So we both realized we didn't want to be like cannon fodder at the merge. So we were just like, okay, let's just take our, like, let's take this risk. Doug and, uh, Doug and Peg were obviously really nice. And I obviously like trust them because I, we felt like they were also on the outs on their, on their tribe. So we were like, okay, if we can basically merge with them, like now it's so much easier to build a cross tribe alliance like at merge, we just need two more people. 
we all we needed was two because the merge was going to be at 11. We had four already. We just needed two people. And between the relationships we had been mapped into Nuke on our side and Doug and Peg at that point, we were like either get Chris or Lee or Ren if they were there. We That was our plan basically. So we were like, I, I, I was bored of being at the bottom, like the bottom of the OG Calaton. So I was like, I'm not going to be like, I'm going to get this chance once. And like, I think something clicked in my head day, like 10 or 12, like being like, I don't want to be like another number. Like if I'm going, I'm going out like guns blazing, fighting, like making big moves. So yeah, sure. we, we built those conversations with Doug and Peg and we took it from there. So in terms of Jess or Nathan, how did the target settle on Jess where arguably Nathan is a much bigger physical threat coming into something like Emerge? Um, so realistically, we knew that like there was another, a few more challenges before Emerge. So we we wanted to actually have some sort of like strength, basically just maximize our chances in challenges. Jess was obviously amazing as a person, but like if you're comparing it as an individual performance like Peg was giving us some swimming like capabilities. Nathan could not swim, but Peg could cover for that. Lawrence was very good at being calm under situations. And then Doug and Peg, uh, Doug and Nathan were huge guys who could like, if there was a strength challenge, we would be there. And I was just a mixture of like all of them basically. So obviously Jess was immense, but I think out of the six of us, we like between all six of us, I think if we had to, get someone out to further ourselves and give us the best chance at the next challenge. That's why we settled on Jess, basically. Also, Jess had like really good relationships with uh, Leilani, for example. And her, I think I felt like her social game was better than Nathan's at that point. And given that Leilani was after me, I was like, Jess is probably a better call because I at least could, I was at least relating to Nathan and like Nathan and Leilani weren't as close as Jess and Leilani. So Anyone who's a friend or my enemy mm-hmm. is my enemy. Yeah. Well, it was interesting in terms of real friends, like to to have Lawrence really choose you. We we found out about that relationship later and it kind of felt like he was maybe more part of the pack, but he turns on Calaton with you. How much yeah. had you connected? How much had he told you about like the fish, for example? Because we see him talking to like Tanuke and, and, you know, more of the people who That's- were kind of in this big group. Had you also had those conversations to like really cement that that information and that like number one alliance status? I gave you some gossip. The reason why he told him, okay, is I was at that conversation when Chris was complaining about that small fish. Yeah. And I figured that out and I, I came back to him and because I watched Survivor, I was like, I took, he's my number one. So I didn't want to like rat him out to everyone. I took him aside and I was like, Lawrence, there was a third option because that fish was small. And then he came clean to me being like, yeah, there was a third option. So mm-hmm. I knew first and then... And then they basically showed the bit where he tells Tinuke because he tried to cover the fact that in case I blew his game up, but I wasn't going to blow his game up. I knew about that. Fi- I knew about that middle fish. And I was looking for idols from like, you can see me on day one of the ship. Like, obviously, I didn't know there was no idols at that point. But day one of the ship, when we're moving, when we're moving food off, I'm like, I'm shoving stuff onto the, the deck of the ship because I'm looking for a clue, for example. So I went in, I went in playing it really hard. Um, and lot, like, yeah, we knew about, I knew about that fish basically. So, but the plan mm-hmm. is we had this conversation. I had this conversation with Lawrence and we were like, okay, we're going to use that leverage that if we get to merge and rent, rent there, we're going to use that information with them and try and basically get like a bigger cross tribe alliance. Yeah. Well, did you get the sense from Lawrence? Like he was your number one. Did you get the sense that you were his the whole time as well? Uh, I felt like that to be fair. Yeah. 
like I know I know he's obviously very tight with others. I could see different conversations, but I felt like strategy wise, me and him were very aligned right from the beginning. We were having a lot more deep, like a lot more conversations and a lot more deep like conversations about how we're gonna get to the merge, how we're gonna survive from there and stuff like that. So I definitely he was definitely my number one. I wasn't gonna vote him out. And I felt like that as well um with him with him. Uh, obviously I did provide him a huge shield, like you said in the last uh, episode where I took the massive blame for the whole Jess scenario. But I think that was more because Nathan knew that like I was on the outs anyway. So it's an easier target to get to put me on the block than Lawrence because everyone loves Lawrence basically. Yeah. How was that hierarchy so clear? Because you say like you knew you were on the bottom, then like Leilani, Lawrence, like Jess had just been voted against with Rachel. And yet you clearly seem to know you and Lawrence that there's, you know, it's still worth flipping on this group. How was that so obvious that maybe Jess was back in there having been left out and that you should like really still make a move? Um, we could tell like Jess was very good socially. She would she would speak to Tinuke. She would speak to Matt. She was like randomly her and Nathan had like a, a mutual friend who somehow they managed to realize they were like a mutual friend who then like who they knew for example and they were like relating to each other on the, that type of basis so it was just like yeah so I, in my head I was like Jess is very tight with Tunuke, Leilani and, and Nathan so I was like if she goes right now it's way better for me than like because I, I don't want to like go be happy with like a top six or top seven and those guys had already, like the the three on the Lelena tribe had already spent time with each other. Lelani hated me for, for whatever reason. And then from that, I was like, I need to start playing the game. I need to like make a big move in the hope that it sets me up for later. Yeah. Were you scared about Doug and Pegleg slipping back with Nathan? I mean, I think that it makes so much sense to go with them. I guess the fear would be for maybe for them, if, it, if you don't merge, if it gets to like a final four in that tribe it's kind of like a deadlock two two was there a little bit of concern on that um and maybe like wanting to go back to nathan on that or, or were you just like we have to be all in on this like final four right now we we i said i i told we had this conversation be like we're in we're in with you guys till the end if you if you guys are in with it i did not think that basically they would slip back like realistically me and lawrence had just saved doug and peg that was like their first first time to show us like some sort of loyalty. We could have easily played the easy game, but we saved Doug and Peg. So I like I thought there would be some sort of like loyalty where they go, oh, we can't get it or shy. This like he's just literally saved us the day before. We can't like backstab him this early, but it was obviously incorrect. But I think like speaking to them, um, they just felt like Doug felt like he could take Nathan out in any physical challenge, and he had, he had taken. Nathan out in all the physical challenges and realistically I was a more all-around threat is what he felt like physically. Uh, Nathan was probably more socially a bigger threat. Um, so he felt like at that point it's better to get me out because he knew that obviously I had I had been watched Survivor, loads of Survivor, I was a super fan. Um, physical challenges wise, I could swim pretty decently. I was do doing well in the challenges, which were not only based on like physical strength, so I think it was a tough call for him, but he decided at that point, um, he backed himself to beat Nathan in any physical challenge. So it's better for him to get me out and then deal with Nathan on, on those challenges. Yeah, well, you mentioned kind of being a fan, which is, you know, kind of a rarity for this cast. What was that experience like coming in with that fandom? Had you 
thought that maybe you would hide it a little more before you needed to kind of give these challenge hacks? And did you feel like that really stark contrast that we often see when, you know, franchises are in their infancy between like these global super fans and people who don't know much about the show. And I'm sure that that's like quite a disparity to live out on the Island. Yeah. I was genuinely, I was struggling. Like, like the first week I was like, man, I want to play this game, but no one wants to play it. And everyone's like, no strategy you can't discuss strategy and everyone's just like oh my god we're gonna do this on like good and it was like it was like this good vibes tribe where everyone was like so happy and i'm like i'm i'm like i felt kind of like out of place because i was like i want to play i want to like and to be honest like now that i've come out i've spoken to ren and i wish i was on the other tribe and i felt feel like i could have like like there was a lot more game playing people there like chris and ren who i could have easily like matched up with and like we could have gone deep strategically Whereas my tribe was all all about like good vibes and stuff. So it was it was very tough for me mentally, like the first week. Yeah. And then even as you can see, as the game goes on, the people are basing on like, oh, like, like because I was strategic, it was a down, like a bad thing, for example. And I don't think that was the case on the other tribes. Obviously, once that fish episode came up for Ren, it was pretty tough. But um, yeah, I just felt, I just felt, I felt obviously, even if I was in a different season, like, if this was a season four or five, I think my outcome would have been, or my gameplay would have been a lot more appreciated rather than looked down upon and having, like I had a target from day one and the fact that I even survived 18 days was pretty crazy for me. Yeah. I mean, had you wanted to tell a little bit less about your fandom or did you feel like that wouldn't be demonized so much? Cause it's like, you know, we've had 23 years of survivor in the global franchises. Um, I didn't actually tell anyone. I I told like um, Lawrence and Matt, who I trusted, and like day five, basically, just about like challenges and stuff like that. But I didn't actually tell anyone. I watched like so many seasons of Survivor, and like everyone was like discussing. I think Tinuke's watched like forty seasons as well. But like Tinuke and me were supposed to be the people who had watched the most Survivor, and whereas a few others had watched like I don't know, like four or five seasons of it. So um, like Tinuke's watched, watched like, forty five. seasons. That's what she's, she oh, told me on them. the island. That's very yes. many seasons. Yeah, okay. Well, that's impressive. I know. But yeah, I had, I've had watched like 55 seasons. Like I watched yeah. the 10 in Australia, <laughs> whatever. Like I watched literally two South African ones and then all of the US ones. So like, yeah, I, I didn't... My game plan was like going very low. Like don't don't create a target on yourself. Obviously that, that blew up day one out like day two, which is not my intention. But... um. Yeah, like I regret, I probably regret like the thing is I'm really competitive. I wouldn't like I know myself. Like if I had known like a hack and I didn't tell the tribe that, then and we lost, I would have been like fuming in my head, being like, "You should have basically, you should have said it. We could have won this challenge." So I was always like, I kind of put the tribe first in that scenario where I was like, it's probably for the detriment of my own social game here that I'm like trying to make sure the tribe wins, but. In the end, it kind of put a big target on myself. And this this whole, we were we were struggling for a bit, but the first few challenges because like my communication style is very direct. And like, if we have like a minute or 30 seconds to decide who goes where or what the strategy is, I'm always, and I know what these hacks are. I'm trying to communicate them. People, I think, took that the wrong way and said like, initially it was Shai is very bossy. Then it was like, Shai is very like socially like inept or like, like quiet or whatever. And that is nothing... If you speak to my friends, I'm like, I'm always out and I'm always on the go and stuff like that. Like, it's not what actually the case, but obviously we're on an island with like 
like eight different people on a on a on a deserted island. Everyone's looking out for themselves. They're looking for the smallest thing to kind of like distract and deflect from themselves. So I think they couldn't do that with my physical like challenges, like the challenges performances. So they were trying to basically do it socially to like paint a target on myself and get them out of it, basically. Yeah, well, Shai, you follow a long story tradition of super fans just like really struggling with that, you know, the the ostracization of the of being a fan in these new franchises. There's a lot of great people who fall into that category. So I'm really sorry that it went this way. You did get so close to the merge. I hope that it was still an amazing experience as a super fan to go out and live, you know, in this new franchise and li- live the dream of that. So, yeah, it was great to watch you play. Love seeing a fan play the game. And thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. No worries. Thank you for having me. Hopefully Thank see you, so you uh, in an all-star season or something. Yes, I hope so. Thank Bye. you. Bye. There you have it, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Hope that you enjoyed both of those exit interviews. As I said at the top of the show, the stuff is all coming out at a pretty similar time. So the recap with George and the patron check-in with Rob, which was a really fun one. We did a bit of a draft for who our winner picks are for the rest of the season. So definitely check that out and hope you enjoy all the content. For me, I'm covering The Crown on Post Show Recaps with Grace Leader. I'm covering US Survivor Season 45 on Survivor Global as always. So follow me at Shannon Gates so you don't miss any of the content. Subscribe to the International Survivor Hap-Ups feed where we're putting out this UK Survivor content. Thank you so much again for listening. Hope you enjoyed and I will see you next time. Bye. Australian Survivor. Survivor New Zealand. Survivor. 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 21 South Africans. 12 ordinary Australians. 16 New Zealanders. 1 million pounds. Million euro. Million. The adventure of a lifetime. The adventure of a lifetime. The adventure of a lifetime.